Hey everybody, what is going on today, podcast? This is Gary from My Video Game News. I hope you guys are doing good. I really do. And I think I say that at the end of the podcast, but I truly mean it. Uh, um, today's podcast, we are kicking things off talking about Nintendo. Uh, we're going to be talking about Nintendo and Fortnite and the possibility of Samus Aran from Metroid coming somehow, some way, maybe possibly to Fortnite and why I think it would be huge for the franchise. Uh, we had a friend call into the show, so I, I, I do that. That was a lot of fun. You guys can call into the show if you would like. Feel free. Um, it doesn't, you know, you're not going to get hurt. It's nice. You just call in, you ask a question, and then I answer it. Um, and then I talk about Returnal on PlayStation 5 and the $70 price point for next generation games. So it's a loaded podcast. I hope you guys enjoy. If you do, I don't know, make sure you say it somewhere. <laughs> but without further ado, let's get things started. Okay, friends, we are kicking this podcast off today. We're talking about Nintendo specifically today. We are going to be talking about Nintendo and Fortnite. Now, I don't know where you guys stand on Fortnite, okay? Here in my house, we play lots and lots and lots of Fortnite. It actually has been... um, like a like a bonding experience, I guess, is the best way I could describe it. Uh, for me, my sons, on all that kind of good stuff, we have a lot of fun playing Fortnite. Even the girls, uh, you know, all my kids get in on the on the on the action with Fortnite. If you follow or listen to any of my podcasts, you'll know that Fortnite has become uh, more of more than just a game to us. I don't know; it sounds whatever. But so someone brought up a good topic on Twitter. And it might have been on Twitter or I think it might have been on YouTube. I'm pretty sure, though, it was on Twitter. Um, and I'm pr- I, I want to quote the right person here, so let me just take a look real quick. And, uh, okay, it was Spawn Point. I don't know if you ever guys ever watch him. Uh, chances are you do if you're in the video game space. He's, uh, he's, he's uh, kind of lighting it on fire over there. Um, he's got a lot of good YouTube content. Um, puts out a lot of good uh, stuff on uh Twitter and all that stuff. He's way bigger than I am. Um, so chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you're uh, you're a video game fan. You may have heard of him. Um, but he, he brought up a really, really good point. And what happened uh, was Fortnite and Epic Games and Apple are having a fight, right? They're having a big fight. And in the, in the coding of the game... Uh, I think this is how the story goes. There was uh, content around a Samus Aran um, skin for the game. So uh, Sony has the God of War skin, right? And in, in uh, Street Fighter characters have made it into Fortnite, which to me, I don't know why. Um, and I don't know how Street Fighter characters made it into Fortnite. Ryu and, and Chun-Li and all that stuff. Um PlayStation has God of War in there. Uh, Xbox has Master Chief. And it looks as though uh, Nintendo, or at least Epic, really, really wanted to have Samus Aran from the Metroid franchise inside the game in some component. Now, it... I, I started off by saying, I don't know where you guys fall 
on the whole Fortnite, whether you love the game, whether you hate it, whether you think it's stupid, whether you think it's amazing, or whether you really don't care. If this happened, it would be huge, huge, huge for Samus Aran and the Metroid franchise, in my opinion. It would be gigantic. So I think that Nintendo and Epic uh, should per- pursue the move. Um, I really, truly believe that it would be huge things for the Metroid franchise, especially since the franchise and Metroid Prime 4 really seem to be... Um, they're, they're getting a lot of hype around uh, swirling around the game. Metroid as, as a whole doesn't sell as much as, say, you know, uh, uh, Zelda... Or, or Mario, you know, Nintendo IP, but it, it is right up there. And uh, with the all the hype surrounding Metroid Prime 4 and how good it's going to be, quote-unquote, I think it's going to be great. Um, they do seem to be taking their time on the game. They, you know, that, that game was in, uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, in flux for a while. It seems like they've been working on it for a ton of time now. I think it would be huge for the franchise and... Uh, and Nintendo if Samus Aran at some point made it into Fortnite. So I want to see what you guys have to think. You can actually call into the show. We're going to be calling uh, my a, a good friend. Well, not a good friend. We've, we've become friends through the podcast and through Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Very active on Twitter, guys, if you want to follow me at MVGN. You could get a hold of me. Feel free to DM me. I'll, I'll DM you back, all that kind of good stuff. Um, one of one of uh, friends from the show, I guess now, he actually called into the show, and we're going to be getting to his questions on the next segment. But let me know what you guys think. Uh, it would it. I mean, I think there's a lot of potential here, in my opinion. They could release. To- I mean, they, they, we do have Nintendo toys, all that kind of stuff. But it really could kick off things for Nintendo, and maybe they're trying to time it, or maybe they'll announce something, say at E3, and then drop. Metroid Prime Trilogy for the Switch, and maybe have a look into Metroid Prime 4, that would, I mean, that would be kind of me, in my opinion, the perfect storm for Nintendo to do, right? Drop Samus Aran in in Fortnite at June, available now, right, at, at after their E3 thing, whatever they're going to do, then release Metroid Prime Trilogy HD Collection, maybe, Maybe in, maybe a 2D Metroid HD remake or something this holiday season. And then showcase Metroid Prime 4 in some fashion at E3 this year. You know, I don't think Metroid Prime 4 is going to hit this year. It's probably going to be next year. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But that's how I would approach things. And I think that that would be a really, really, really big move for Nintendo uh, and also probably a big win for Epic as well. So let me know what you guys think about that whole thing. Um, it, it would be huge. So up next, we had a, uh, like I had mentioned, we had a wonderful person call in. So I'm going to play that and then I'm going to get back to his, uh, I'm going to answer his questions right after this. So stay tuned. Hey, it's Roy. Glad to hear that you're doing well. Alright, a couple things. First, I do think that the Nintendo Switch could be the number one seller. Uh, They keep up with the great titles that they have. They've done a great job with marketing this uh, to the kids and to to adults and and families, most of all. Uh, 
next couple questions for you, though. Let's make them tough here. All right. Your favorite Nintendo game, like NES, original 8-bit console. What is currently your favorite Nintendo game as an adult? And as a child, what was your favorite NES game? And then my last question for you is I have an Xbox, just the Xbox One. I haven't moved up yet. Um, but I got two daughters, and I'd like to know what is the uh, what are some good family games on Game Pass? All right, I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Thanks. So first and foremost, I appreciate everyone who listens to the podcast, and I really, really appreciate the call-in. It was fun. It's fun to get these kind of questions. Um, and I, it's funny because as soon as I listened to this, I wrote my answers right down and I didn't even have to think about it. So the first question was, what was my favorite NES game as an adult? And then as a child, um, I always loved super Mario brothers three, um, both as a kid and as an adult. Uh, I actually think the game holds up all the Mario games typically hold up, but if you think what the game was, for back then i mean it it really truly was revolutionary and i think to this day it actually holds up very very well there's a lot of cool stuff a lot of secrets i remember loving to find the secrets remember i remember talking to my friends about the the whistles in in the certain uh in the certain areas and all that kind of good stuff there's a lot of hidden stuff um, I love the, the, the level layout. I love the graphics. I love the gameplay. Everything about Super Mario Brothers 3, um, I just I just fell in love with. I really, really think that was... And I know that might be a cliche answer, right? Like an NES game. Of course you're going to say Mario, but I just really, really loved Mario. Um, as a kid, um, and I almost... I think I have to look this up again to make sure it was an NES game, but I remember there was a game called Solar Jetman. And I remember playing that as a kid. I'm certain, almost certain, it was a an old NES game. I remember playing that game as a kid, and I just remember loving it. Um, I don't even know, to be honest, if the game was was or is really, really good. I'd like to actually... You know what? I'm probably going to look up the game and see if I could play it in some form just to see what the big hoopla was. But I remember playing it as a kid, and absolutely loving Solar Jetman. So that that was that was really, really fun. So and then his third question was he's got an Xbox One and he's wondering what games he could play with his daughter, or daughters, I should say. Um, what Xbox Game Pass games. And honestly, I I find them uh and 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 I don't know if your daughters do play games currently, right? But I find like a good puzzle game uh, really kind of draws them in, even if they're not like, like perfect examples. My wife, she loves to watch me play video games. She likes to watch my son play video games. She likes to jump in once in a while, but you know, she's not a video game player. But the second I turn on, say, Bejeweled 3, which we've actually been, I, I joke because I say I paid 500 bucks for an Xbox Series X, brand new Xbox. My most played game is going to be one of the puzzle games. Bejeweled 3, Hexic, that's another really, really good title. Um, we just downloaded Tetris Effect. Oh my goodness, that game is, and I remember when the game came out, it got like 10s and all that stuff, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's Tetris, it must be a good, t-. there, it's unbelievable. Every board is different. 
every board feels stressful. Every board feels uh, uh, like like you've played the game before. It really, truly is amazing. So I would I would start off, if they don't play video games, I would start off with some puzzle games. Um, you know, Match 3, all that kind of stuff. It's easy to pick up. It's real easy to get into. And the whole family ends up getting into it. Um, I would actually suggest Fortnite as well. I mean, I don't know. The chances are your daughter's friends are playing Fortnite. Um, surprisingly, my daughters jumped right in, right? They play with their cousin, who who is also a female. Um they play with their church friends who, again, are females, and they play Fortnite. So it's kind of, you know, Fortnite, I mean, I know I'm, I'm kind of talking a lot about Fortnite in this podcast, but if they could get the whole run and, and look uh, controls down, chances are they're play- their friends are playing Fortnite. And, uh, you know, if they're going to be playing video games, I want them to be playing with their friends. So I hope that helps you, man. Thank you so much for the for the call in you guys can actually call into the show too um just follow my video game news on anchor you can actually call into the show or you can actually follow me on twitter at mbgn you can uh tweet me and i'll answer your your questions so up next we have more podcasts so stay tuned all right guys we're ending this podcast we're going to be talking a little about a PlayStation 5 game, but a lot about the fact that the game is $70, right? I have entered my next generation with the Xbox Series X, in case you missed it, um, solely because of Xbox Game Pass and the value that it does bring. I'm not here to, I guess I am going to promote it, right? I'm not here to, you know, whatever. I'm going to get a PlayStation 5 down the road. Um, I just happened to get a Xbox Series X first. It came down to which system I was going to buy first, right? Or which one, which one I can get a hold of first. Uh, I was looking at the PlayStation 5. I love what they're doing. I can't wait until Ratchet & Clank comes out. It looks amazing. Returnal looks pretty good. And that's the game we're actually going to be talking about. Um, but for me, I got an Xbox Series X first. And because of Xbox Game Pass, it's 15 bucks a month. I get access to hundreds and hundreds of games. It's, it's, it's amazing. Actually, new games. I've been playing a lot of Outriders. If you missed the last podcast, uh, been playing a ton of Outriders, actually. Uh, if you follow my Instagram, you'll know I've been posting a lot of uh, character shots of my, uh, of my Pyromancer in, in Outriders. But for the value, it's 15 bucks a month. Like I said, you get a ton of games, right? So, so uh, Sony released a game called Returnal for the PlayStation 5. A lot of people love it, right? And it's funny, too, because a lot of people were loving it, and it's $70, which is a lot of money, and I know that some next-gen games are $70. Bucks. Um, a lot of people were loving it. It's getting pretty good you know, ratings and all that stuff. Then people found out that the game actually runs in 1080p, and it spurred a whole, you know, why is Sony charging us $70 bucks for a 1080p game? Blah, 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 blah. It's funny because it seemed like they loved it at first, but then they found out that it ran in 1080p, and the game supposedly looks amazing. Like, I've seen videos. To me, the game graphically looks really, really good, and it seems like people are liking the game. I have not played the game yet. I can't give you my own personal opinion on the game. What I wanted to ask you guys is, is, is $70 for a next-generation game 
too much for you to pay. Because chances are, that $70 price point is going to be coming down or will come down to a more manageable price point in a week or two weeks or even a month. So me, like I've said, I have Xbox Series X. I pay $15 a month. I get access to, I mean, if I buy an Xbox, I'm buying Xbox games, right? I get access to all of them, um, which is, it, that works out for me. I think that Returnal looks really, really good. If I buy, if I had a PlayStation 5, uh, see, I still might have, might buy the, buy the game. But I, I don't, you know what? I don't know if I would have bought the game at $70. That's my main topic. This $70 price tag for next generation games, what do you guys think? Do you think we should be paying something like Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart? I mean, maybe. But I mean, Returnal, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a next generation game. What do you guys make of all of this? $70, again, in my book is a lot of money. I'm sure it's a lot of money to you. I want to know what you guys think about that $70 price tag and the whole Returnal situation. What I mean by that, like I said, the game runs in 1080p. It's on PlayStation 5, which could clearly, clearly, clearly do better, like 4K, 60 frames, and all that kind of good stuff. So I just thought it, I thought it was kind of funny that everyone seemed more, you know, most positive about it, and then they come out and say it's 1080p. I don't know. It, it just it, I could see how that leaves a sour taste in people's mouths. So... I don't want to end the podcast on a, like a negative note. I just wanted to know what you guys thought about the whole $70 price point. Do you think games in the future are going to be like this where it's $70 for the game and yet it runs at 1080p? Um, like I said, it <laughs> graphically it looks outstanding to me at least. So we'll see. We'll see what, what you guys say. So feel free to call into the show, guys. I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. If you're listening, if you stuck around to the end here, I appreciate it. If you would tell a friend, tell a friend. If you want to, if you're feeling amazingly awesome, feel free to leave a good review on Apple. That would help me a lot. But if not, I'm just super thankful that you listened. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks you for listening. Make sure you hit subscribe because chances are I'm going to be recording another podcast very, very soon. All right, guys, I hope you're well. I hope you're good. Take care and enjoy those video games.